Welcome to Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode five of The Almost Christian Discovered by Matthew Mead. Section three. A man may have a high profession of religion, be much in external duties of godliness, and yet be but almost a Christian. Mark what our Lord tells them. Not everyone who saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. That is, not everyone who makes a profession of Christ shall, therefore, be owned for a true disciple of Christ. All are not Israel who are of Israel, nor all Christians who make a profession of religion. What a godly profession Judas had. He followed Christ, left all for Christ, preached the gospel of Christ, cast out devils in the name of Christ, and ate and drank at the table of Christ, Yet, Judas was only a hypocrite. Most professors are like lilies, fair in show, but foul in scent, or like pepper, hot in the mouth, but cold in the stomach. The finest lace may be upon the coarsest cloth. It is a great deceit to measure the substance of our religion by the bulk of our profession and to judge of the strength of our graces by the length of our duties. The scriptures speak of some who, having a form of godliness, yet deny the power thereof. They deny the power, that is, they do not live in the practice of those graces to which they pretend in their duties. He who pretends to godliness by a specious profession and yet does not practice godliness by a holy conversation has a form but denies the power. Grotius compares such to the ostrich, which has great wings but yet does not fly. Many have the wings of a fair profession, but yet do not use them to mount upward in spiritual affections and a heavenly conversation. Four Evidences of This Truth But to clear the truth of this, that a man may make a high profession of religion and yet be but almost a Christian, Take a fourfold evidence. Number one, if a man may profess religion and yet never have his heart changed nor his state bettered, then he may be a great professor and yet be but almost a Christian. But a man may profess religion and yet never have his heart changed nor his state renewed. He may be a constant hearer of the word 
and yet be a sinner still. He may come often to the Lord's table and yet go away a sinner as he came. We must not think that duties can confer grace. Many a soul has been converted by Christ in an ordinance, but never was any soul converted by an ordinance without Christ. And does Christ convert all that sit under the ordinances? Surely not. For to some, the word is a savor of death unto death. And if so, then it is plain that a man may profess religion and yet be but almost a Christian. Number two, a man may profess religion and live in a form of godliness in hypocrisy. Hear ye this, O house of Jacob, which are called by the name of Israel and are come forth out of the waters of Judah, which swear by the name of the Lord and make mention of the God of Israel, but not in truth nor in righteousness. What do you think of these? They make mention of the name of the Lord. There is their profession, but not in truth nor in righteousness. There is their dissimulation. And indeed, there could be no hypocrisy in a religious sense, were it not for a profession of religion, for he that is wicked, carnal, and vile inwardly, and appears to be so outwardly, is no hypocrite, but is what he appears, and appears what he is. But he that is one thing really, and another thing seemingly, is carnal and unholy, and yet seems to be good and holy, he is a hypocrite. Thus, the casuists define hypocrisy to be a counterfeiting of holiness. And this fits exactly with the Greek word, which is to counterfeit. And to this purpose, the Hebrews have two words for hypocrites, panim, which signifies faces, and hanapim, which signifies counterfeits, from hanaf to dissemble. So he is a hypocrite who dissembles religion and wears the face of holiness and yet is without the grace of holiness. He appears to be in semblance what he is not in substance. He wears a form of godliness without only as a cover of a profane heart within. He has a profession that he may not be thought wicked, but it is but a profession, and therefore he is wicked. He is the religious hypocrite, religious because he merely pretends to it. He is like many men in a consumption who have fresh looks and yet rotten lungs, or like an apple that has a fair skin but a rotten core. 
Many appear righteous who are only righteous in appearance. And if so, then a man may profess religion and yet be but almost a Christian. Number three, custom and fashion may make a man a professor, as you have many that wear this or that garb, not because it keeps them warmer or has an excellency in it more than another, but merely for fashion. Many must have their powdered hair, spotted faces, feathers in their caps, etc., for no other end but because they would be fools in fashion. So many profess Christianity, not because the means of grace warm the heart or that they see any excellencies in the ways of God above the world, but merely to follow the fashion. I wish I might not say it has been true of our days because religion has been uppermost. Therefore, many have professed. It has been the gaining trade, and then most will be of that trade. Religion in credit makes many professors but few proselytes. But when religion suffers, then its confessors are no more than its converts, for custom makes the former, but conscience the latter. He that is a professor of religion, merely for custom's sake, when it prospers, will never be a martyr for Christ's sake when religion suffers. He that owns the truth to live upon it will disown it when it comes to live upon him. They say that when a house is decaying or falling, all the rats and mice will forsake it. While the house is firm and they may shelter in the roof, they will stay, but no longer, lest in the decay the fall should be upon them and they that lived at top should die at bottom. My brethren, may I not say we have many who are the vermin, the rats and mice of religion, who would live under the roof of it while they might have shelter in it, but when it suffers, they forsake it, lest it should fall, and the fall be upon them. I am persuaded this is not the least reason why God has brought the wheel upon the profession of religion, namely, to rid it of the vermin. He shakes the foundations of the house that these rats and mice may quit the roof, not to overturn it, but to rid them of it, as the husbandman fans the wheat that he may get rid of the chaff. The halcyon days of the gospel provoke hypocrisy, but the sufferings for religion prove sincerity. Now then, if custom and fashion make many men professors, then a man may profess religion and yet be but almost a Christian. Number four, if many may perish under a profession of godliness, then a man may profess religion 
and yet be but almost a Christian. Now, the scripture is clear that a man may perish under the highest profession of religion. Christ cursed the fig tree that had leaves and no fruit. It is said that the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. Who were these but they that were then the only people of God in the world by profession that had made a covenant with him by sacrifice? And yet, these were cast out. In St. Matthew, you read of some who came and made boast of their profession to Christ, hoping that might save him. Lord, they say, have we not prophesied in thy name, cast out devils in thy name, done many wonderful works in thy name? Now what does our Lord Christ say to this? Then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me. Mark, here are they who prophesy in his name and yet perish in his wrath. In his name cast out devils and then are cast out themselves. In his name do many wonderful works and yet perish as wicked workers. The profession of religion will no more keep a man from perishing then calling a ship the safeguard or the good speed will keep her from sinking as many go to heaven with the fear of hell in their hearts. So many go to hell with the name of Christ in their mouths. Now then, if many may perish under a profession of godliness, then a man may be a high professor of religion and yet be but almost a Christian. This concludes episode five of The Almost Christian Discovered by Matthew Mead.